Hey everybody. I am sitting with Carrie Katzenmeyer, who hi, hi. is a therapist on our team, a play therapist, mind you. She knows secrets about how to get inside children's heads that none of us know. It's very fancy. <laughs> it's very fancy. <laughs> um, and so we thought we we're going to do another episode regarding transitions, and we asked Carrie to come and talk to us about the transitions that happen when a couple becomes parents mm-hmm. and all the business that goes with that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Very important. Very important. Okay, so Carrie, let's start with what are some of the big issues you see as like people are tr- making that transition? And you know, you're a mom of two, so you've obviously been through all of this. Yes. Um, as have I, right? Mm-hmm. Like becoming a parent is a big deal. It's the I don't know, feels like the biggest transition in your life, would you say? Or is there something bigger? Oh, definitely top two or three. Yep. Uh, So emotional. So emotional. Lots of emotions running high. And Mm -hmm. I think everyone around you, too, in your circles and extended family. um, New life is so exciting. Right. So precious. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the first things that comes to mind is, as you're making this transition, um, putting a a boundary of sorts around your family, uh, with your partner, just kind of taking some time to figure out how you're going to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you see it going? Uh, What things seem important for you as you're kind of establishing this new family unit apart from the family you grew up with and um how do you want it to go what do you think would be the supportive things what are things that you don't want to do and i think that that takes some time to think through talk through navigate and uh i think very important for the health of your family and for your child yeah yeah, and you may not know what you want or need until yeah. you're in the middle of mm-hmm. it, right? Like, I'm, you know, my daughter and her husband just had twin babies a few months ago. And so that was like, oh, gosh, we really have to talk about, like, do you want me to hold the baby or do you want me to make you a sandwich? Do you yes, want, yes. you know, do you want me to go and get the baby when it's crying or do you want, do you want me to let them cry it out? You know, like uh-huh. all of those things. And yes. Um, it's super important um, that the parents of the child have the ability to say mm-hmm. yes or no to things. This is the kind of help I want. I don't want this yes. kind of help. Right? Like, um, I think one of the good pieces of advice I heard people say along the way is like, um, oftentimes what a new mom needs is for you to do all the other things mm-hmm. besides hold the baby. <laughs> yes. Right? Like the boring stuff, like cleaning the toilet. When all you want to do is hold the baby. Exactly. So hard. Um, It was was interesting watching that in action, right? Like we had Mm -hmm. a lot of people at our house when Katie was there with the babies. And Mm -hmm. inevitably, like especially the women coming in the door, the (laughs) beeline for the baby, hands open, give me the baby. I'm like, wait a minute. I will hold the baby. I will hold your baby. And, you know. (laughs) Having to help Katie and, oh. and uh, sort of protect her from that. Yes. Like actually, Katie wants to hold her baby. Yes. In fact, she likes to hold both of them at the same time. That's actually her favorite thing. Yeah. Um, so it was it was really helpful to see through her eyes mm-hmm. what she needed and what she didn't need and how I could help participate in 
that boundary with her yeah. and for her. Such a great example. Yeah, because what uh, because it's so exciting. Right. This new baby coming along, but the things that you actually want to do with this person who's having the baby may not be the things that they need. Mm-hmm. And so uh, talking about that with your partner, what are the things that we need and, and how can we surround ourselves with the people, invite those people in who can, who can do the helpful things. Right, right. Uh, because that's going to be good for your family. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you may not know. I mean, you may know, but you may not know until people are giving you advice. Mm-hmm that you don't want advice yes or you do want advice like Uh you may feel very like i have no idea what i'm doing please i need everybody to weigh in about what i should be doing or you may Mm -hmm. be the opposite please stop telling me yeah all the things you think i should do this is my baby and i want to figure out what my baby needs and Mm so um some of that is like just listening to yourself and yeah allowing you and your partner to figure out Gosh, actually, we feel like way too many people are weighing in about what the baby should be wearing every time we mm-hmm. take him or her outside. We're really tired of that. Um, or, you know, how often we should feed them. All the things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody has an opinion about all yes. the things. and With good intentions. With good right? intentions, of course. And especially those of us who have gone before, we feel like we have so mm-hmm. much wisdom to offer. Mm-hmm. That, of course, you would we want know to know. all the things. You would want to know what we think about that, mm-hmm. right? So um, letting the people around you know yes. um, what help you want and what help you don't want. And I think you, uh, in talking about intentions, when you're trying to communicate those boundaries of, oh, actually, this is something that would be helpful, not this other thing you're doing. Yeah. Um, but I can see that you're trying to help. I think that okay. that goes um, a long way when you're trying to uh, have those conversations with people is I can see that you really um, are trying to do a good thing here Mm -hmm. and it can go a lot better um, sometimes just naming that, that um, someone is trying to help in that situation. Um, And some people, unfortunately, um, you know, can't have those conversations, right? That's um, it's too hard. Um, There's too much reactivity. Um, in the conversation or on another person's part. And mm-hmm. and that can be really hard because yeah. sometimes um, those are the people who you really wanted to be right. involved. And, right. um, and they're really important people to you. But um, in this season or in this, in this new baby thing, um, it's just, uh, it's not feeling supportive. Right, right. It's not feeling supportive. And that can be something that you may have to grieve and, um, you know, to limit your um, your time with that person or that person's time with um, with the baby, and that's just um, that can be a really heartbreaking, hard thing. Right, right. But you would suggest saying things like, "I see that you're, I I, I know you're trying to be helpful, yeah. But what I really need is this, yes, right. So like, yeah. couching that with like, I know, I know you want to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it's coming from. But what yeah. I really need is like the bathroom hasn't been clean for weeks. And mm-hmm. if you could go in there and scrub the <laughs> toilet, I'd be forever grateful. Yes. Right? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So another big topic seems like gender roles, what you learned in your family of origin, mm-hmm. who does what in the family. And of course, as families change, are there, as there are more same-sex partners and yes. families those things probably look a little different, mm-hmm. um, so, but there's a lot of versions of 
well, my family did it this way, and yes. so we should be doing it this way. Uh huh. So can you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think uh, as you come into being a couple and then bringing a new baby or multiple children, it is important to think about, gosh, what did I see growing up? And what did my partner see growing up? Mm. And how do we feel about that? What kind of roles do we find ourselves uh, modeling or um, doing because we saw it done that way? And do we like that? Um, Do we want to do it differently? I think society has changed a lot in that both both partners are involved a lot more in childcare mm-hmm. um, rather than one kind of taking on more of uh, a lot more of the childcare than the other one. And so you may be wanting to do it differently, but just really not knowing how. And then in times of stress or change, kind of reverting back to your MO mm-hmm. of, well, this is the way I saw it going. And so when I'm stressed, I, I take over. Right. Or or I kind of step into the background and don't do anything. Um, and so having those conversations of, what did you see happening? Okay, uh, do we like that? Do we want to do it differently? Mm-hmm. I don't think there is a right way to do it, but it takes some time to figure out how you want it to go yeah. for your family. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it can often be the mom... Mm-hmm. who will feel the most, I don't know if responsible is the right word, but, you know, especially if you're nursing or that sort of thing where there's this, like, I'm I'm the person who's in charge of this baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out of my body, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I would know best. Of course, right? of course. Um, and that can be that can be really disconnecting for your partner, right? Yes. Like, it's a natural feeling to have, and yet it's important to, like, notice that I'm... I'm jumping in. Every time my partner tries to change the diaper, mm-hmm. I'm jumping in with like, you're doing it wrong. Yes. That, the wipes are too cold. You should warm them up. Mm-hmm. You rub too hard. You didn't rub enough. Like, <laughs> there's still poop in those cracks. Get back in there. Yeah. You know, like, all of that, right? So, like, it's very tempting to get uh-huh. real bossy if you're feeling more bonded to the baby simply because it came out of your body, right? Yes. Like, that's very normal, mm-hmm. but usually not super helpful. Usually doesn't go so well. It doesn't. Yes. Been there. Been there for (laughs) sure. Uh Uh-huh. And I think coming to a place uh, that I found myself in, gosh, you know, my partner, my husband is not going to do things the exact way that I do them. Right, right. And that's that's actually okay. It's actually good in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. that kids see something different. Um, I've I've gotten a lot of good ideas from Mm. the way my husband does something differently that I think, oh, well, yeah, that's a good way. Yeah. And why didn't I think of that? And gosh, I'm glad that he doesn't do things uh, exactly the way that I do. And so, and also coming to a place where, I have to let my partner struggle and figure it out yes. in a way and, and have to inform his own relationship with the children, with the baby, um, mm-hmm. with our daughters. And and that's something that he has to do. And I and I really do need to step back and, and let him do it. Right. Let him figure right. it out. And trust that this person that I know that has all these amazing qualities, he's, he's not going to do it perfectly. But he's going to continue to go back and want to do better and, and is going to be super loving and, and, and has the very best intentions for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so good what you're saying about 
that's important to let them have their that part of part of letting them do it their own way is facilitating them having their own relationship with your child mm-hmm. right like you want to make sure you're not creating a scenario where it feels like this is my baby and you're helping me take care of my baby yes right treating them like a babysitter exactly exactly <laughs> and then we get super mad when they start acting like a babysitter yeah. right like is it really my turn and you know I, I was hoping to be off the clock and mm-hmm. you know all of that mm-hmm. so this idea that Really, if you're a person who feels compelled to like overfunction and be in there and be yeah. in charge of everything, this might be a good tip to just keep in mind that like if I do that, I'm going to create a scenario where my child and my partner are potentially going to be less bonded yeah. than is good for either of them, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm getting in the way of yes. them figuring it out together. Yeah, long term, if you keep jumping in, what is the yeah? How is that going to play out in the long run? Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, then this and that person are less bonded. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing that happens just in in couples in general. It's like if every time I do the dishes, my partner says you're doing them wrong, I'm going to be like, then you do the dishes, mm-hmm. right? Like you're in charge. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't know how to do it, right? So we want to make sure we're not creating a scenario like that with our babies where we, we communicate without meaning to that our partner isn't capable of caring well for the child yes and then both of them all of us miss out mm-hmm. um, when that happens so how can I like sit back maybe maybe I need to lock myself in the bathroom when that's <laughs> happening so I can't see the way things are going down it right? may it may take those measures for right? sure right right yeah another big thing that I think is important to say is like this this big change and again, it's one of the biggest, I think, that happens to a human being mm-hmm. is having a baby, um, is going to highlight you the areas where you're needing personal growth, and it's going to highlight the areas where your partner is needing personal growth. Mm-hmm. This is inevitable, right? And in some ways, I would say that this is actually really good news, as terrible as the experience of that is. Um, I think that it's such an opportunity for growth. And... Part of it is like, can I have that mindset, like stuff about me is going to come up Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be pretty and I'm going to have to figure out, am I going to deal with that or am I going to, you know, hope that nobody's (laughs) nobody's noticing, (laughs) which, you know, would be great, but um, oftentimes it's inevitable, right? Like there's going to be more conflict. Uh There's going to be more disconnection. There's... um, there's just going to be a lot more to get in trouble with. And mm-hmm. so, like, expecting that. Yes. And letting that be what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think kind of knowing that ahead of time, that this is a huge life change. And so, of course, the areas where I struggle or uh, there's unresolved conflict um, between you and your partner, it's going to get highlighted. Yeah. And so having that knowledge ahead of time and then so how do I want to show up for either myself or for my partner what supports do I think I might need in place so that when this thing comes up Mm -hmm. that it's going to yeah that I kind of have a plan for that yeah yeah I think I I remember thinking gosh when I was single and young I thought well, you know, I, I seem to get along with everyone I'm I'm really nice (laughs) I seem pretty stable like good for me, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got married. I'm like, oh, 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 actually, I can be kind of 
aggressive <laughs> and I can be bossy and I can be controlling. And then I had children like, holy crap. Yeah. I can be, I might be dangerous <laughs> to myself and others. I did not know that this kind of rage, yeah. this kind of panic yes. was within my purview, right? So like uh-huh. we're learning things about us that are usually disappointing. Not, not so pretty. Not, not so, pretty. so pretty. You know, in one phase of life. You know, you've peeled back the onion a little bit. You've you've done some work on yourself and you think, gosh, I'm I'm kind of killing it. Yeah. And then, you know, get married. Oh, another layer comes off and (laughs) wow, didn't see that there. Mm -hmm. And okay. And then kids. And it just seems like kids have this exponential way of of showing you all the things you have going on. Right. All the things. (laughs) This kind of this uh, this mirror that they hold up and. And, and show you the things that are in there. Yeah. Well, what would you say, since you're closer to that now than I am, mm-hmm. what what would you say, what does it feel like when it's happening, when you're like, holy crap? I think having a, a safe person to go to when those ugly things are coming up, you know, mm-hmm. especially as I've got uh, new baby number two uh-huh. and struggling a little bit more with baby number one as she's three and a half and going through her adjustments and I've seen some things come up in me that I hadn't seen before, less mm. patience or, uh, you know, I'll just leave it at that. Leave it at that. Leave it <laughs> Are there. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, what we really want is the juice. Less patience. Less maybe, patience. Maybe more later. Okay, Maybe great. more later. And so having my husband to go to and uh, not feel shame in that, mm-hmm. not feel shame for myself first and that, well, of course, um, having my self-talk be more, of course, you're not sleeping as much. Yeah. You have another baby to take care of. You're just figuring this out. Um, having that validating, kind self-talk going on rather than, gosh, what's wrong with you? And mm-hmm. how come you can't handle this? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? Um, I don't think is very helpful at all. Right. And so having people that are reflecting those things back to you, whether it be your partner or important friends who can say, you are, we see you doing the best you can. You're going to figure this out. This is brand new. Mm -hmm. These things are normal. Yeah. 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 It's especially difficult if you have people in your life who seem to be much better at this than Mm. you are. Yeah. Right. Like I, I remember feeling that a lot. Like there's some mothers in my life who are just like, they just seem to take this all in stride mm-hmm. and their babies are sleeping and yeah. they they seem to be doing great in their marriage and mm-hmm. they seem to be super chill with their kids. And yeah. I am like the opposite of that. And that's <laughs> very disappointing. And so I think yeah. I think it's important to notice that like there might be some people in your life who are actually more um, more able to adapt to this. Like mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what magical thing it is about them that makes this easy, easier for them. Yeah. But I would say, by and large, most people would be experiencing exactly the things that you're describing. And that, yes. That I felt, too, is like, this is overwhelming. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm doing it wrong all the time. That's what I hear parents say all the time. It's like, I, I just don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. 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 And I actually trust people like that more mm-hmm. than like whenever, whenever I hear somebody say, I'm a, I'm a really good mom. I'm like, oh, that worries me. That mm. worries me because I'm like, are you sure you're seeing all the complexity <laughs> that there is to see here? And maybe that's just my stuff. But like, 
I, I think um, being able to acknowledge that this is complicated uh-huh. and messy is like, it's, it's just healthy. It's just Absolutely. healthy to be able to say, I, some days I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I think if you if you have a friend who looks like they've got it all together, they're not really struggling very much with, you know, young children or two or three or four, I would say, you know, you're probably not seeing all the things. Right, right. <laughs> Most likely they, they are struggling in some way, maybe maybe different than you, maybe they're not struggling with getting their babies to sleep, but there's there is something going on. And, and trying to keep yourself from going to the compare place. Yeah. Because if they're not struggling one way, I think for darn sure they're struggling in another. Right. And and how can we how can we meet together in those places mm-hmm. rather than try and project the picture, the image that things are going so well. Right. And I think that that can get real lonely mm-hmm. for parents, for moms who are trying to project the image that things are not messy, that they're not complicated, that they are going well all the time because I'm not sure anyone really feels like that. Is it helpful to stay in that place trying to project a certain image rather Mm -hmm. than be connected in relationships over what's not going well and how can we support each other in those places? Yeah. And it may be that like if if you have people in your life who are pretty married to that projecting that image right it might it might be a good time to create a little space from them or be less um less dependent on that relationship because Mm -hmm. you really are going to need relationships with people who can tell you tell it to you straight right yes you can say you know you know uh it's a mess at your house it's a mess at my house too yes yes and can we can we bond over that yeah can we be support for each other in that because Mm -hmm. life is messy and hard and we need each other right so carrie another big thing that happens is having more than one baby right like it's a lot people seem to do that they do They do it again they do it again even though it's so hard they do it again so interesting right so, like, what what if we talk about some of the things, you know, and I only had two, and so far you've only got two, so what do yeah. we know about, like, people who have five or whatever, but, mm. like, can we talk a little bit about the complexity when there's more than one baby in the house? Because once you've had more than one, it feels like we're, you know, we're sort of looking back to the early days, the easy days when we only had one baby. Why do we think that was so Suddenly hard? that seems like a walk in the park. It does. It does. <laughs> How did I ever think that was hard? Yeah. So besides the obvious things, like now there's two of them, mm-hmm. like what, what are the things that are especially difficult of adding another child to a family? Sure. Yeah. I think that before I was real invested in there are just certain parenting techniques that if you if you use them uh, and you do things generally in this way things are going to go well Mm. if you say things this way or Mm -hmm. you do things that way or you're you know into the routine and giving a child predictability and all those things I think what I learned quickly early on with our second baby coming was The first one is just experiencing this big overhaul in the attachment. Mm. And so, of course, none of the techniques are going to (laughs) work. None 
of the things that worked before are going you went to, to work. school for this, and I'm, it's not working? I'm a freaking child therapist. Oh, my gosh. And it's going poorly for me. Yes, it's very helpful. So you can imagine the things I'm telling myself about sure, myself. Sure, So I needed to think about that and then finally come to the conclusion that, well, gosh, this poor little person, uh-huh. this little three-year-old is experiencing a huge shift in her family and how things go in it and there's a crying baby Mm -hmm. and a tired mom Mm -hmm. and I'm not really sure what to do with all that right and I don't really have a whole lot of coping skills on board I'm three right I've got crying I've got some words and uh I've got a whole other things like throwing and biting Mm -hmm. and 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 screaming Mm -hmm. and to name a few right and so, of course, things are going to go poorly. And that became a lot less alarming to me when I understood that this is just, we're just, we're really trying to figure this out. And so instead of me being on her a whole lot about, you're not saying please and thank you. You mm-hmm. yelled at me. Mm-hmm. You were not very nice in that way. Mm-hmm. And instead of seeing through her eyes of, this is how I'm trying to communicate that there's a lot of things going on for me now and I'm trying yeah. to figure out how to be a big sister and adjust to this just big change in our family. Mm-hmm. And so being able to reflect that back to her of, Oh, this is so hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got a new baby sister. I've got to feed her all the time and I can't run around with you all the time. I'm more tired. I have less energy. You're spending more time with, you know, other people. We have less mommy time. And so when these behaviors were coming out, going to that place and reflecting that back to her, trying to give her words for that instead of you're behaving really poorly. Right. And I'm really mad about that. Right, sure. That didn't seem to go real well. <laughs> right. For yeah. uh, for our bond and um, also just for helping her feel like, I get it. I get what you're mm-hmm. going through. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. focus on what I'm seeing um, on the surface of things, but acknowledge what's going on underneath Yeah, for yeah. you. I think it can be sort of deceiving initially, like... Sometimes when the new baby comes home, there is this a bit of a honeymoon period. There is. Where (laughs) the the older child is like, oh my gosh, this is my new baby. And Mm -hmm. I just want to hold her and touch her. And she's going to be my toy. Be super nice. And be super nice. There's something about those initial days that like confuse us we think oh my child is adapting to this very well well this is gonna be hundred percent other yeah. parents are doing this wrong because i must be such house, a good parent i must be I such must a good be parent just killing it right and so it's very normal for there to be this little bit of a honeymoon period mm-hmm. and then for things to devolve after right. that right yeah and so much of the focus on you know going into a marriage or having a new baby there's so many parties and we get all the things and lots of clothes and I just I really think that maybe we should be having more GoFundMe pages popping up for (laughs) for therapy for support because we're not really talking about that gosh this is gonna be really hard and this cute little outfit and my 500 blankets are, are so awesome but just not helping me in this moment right right yeah. With how we're all doing with this. And yeah. so, yeah, I would say the glow probably wore off, you know, two to four weeks in. And mm-hmm. then, and then, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what this, is going on here? It's really in the way. Yeah. <laughs> She's staying. Yeah. This is going to be a thing from now on. Right. Oh. She's never leaving. 
Yeah. <laughs> Never leave. Yeah, so I love what you said earlier about like understanding that your child doesn't have a lot of ways to express Mm-mm. themselves. And most of what they've got is, like, super annoying stuff, like yelling and throwing things and hitting and biting and pooping their pants again. Like, (laughs) this is all they've got to deal with, right? So um, I I just loved what you said about, like, just understanding that she's having a hard time. Your older child is having a hard time. She's having a hard time. What is the purpose underneath, behind the behavior? Yeah. And can I validate that for you? Yeah. And so after, you know, weeks of, of doing that, this is really hard for you. Instead of like jumping to, you're going to need a consequence for that behavior. Uh-huh. I'm just going to say, oh, this is so hard. I yeah. get it. New baby sister. And, mm-hmm. and after a time she started saying I'm back. Oh, cool. it's so hard sometimes. I know I'm feeding the baby again and <laughs> we have to wait because Morgan needs this. And, um, and she starts internalizing that message instead of, gosh, like mom just seems really mad at me. Yeah. Um, and, and I wonder if, is there something wrong with me? Right. Um, and I think that that's, yeah, yeah. not wanting to go there for them. Right, right. Yeah, trying to normalize normalize all of that for them, validate yeah. it for them, will help calm them down a little bit. And if they're calmer, we're calmer. Yes. Right? Yeah. But that's tricky stuff. Real tricky stuff. Tricky, super oh messy. You're not going to do it perfectly. You're no. going to have, oh, so many days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think um, just giving yourself permission to do this wrong... Yeah. Um, is super important, right? Like I'm going to make a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. and I'm going to make some mistakes that will be a problem for my child. Yep. Um, but I, I am still going to give it my best shot yep. and hopefully, um, I'll do a lot of things well mm-hmm. and I'm going to love my kid fiercely yeah. and I'm going to try to stay connected to my partner while we're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And so going in, knowing that you're not going to do it all right. You're going to do uh, you're going to do things that 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 will impact your child negatively. And just starting from there, I'm going to mess it up. Right. And so, how am I going to repair? How am I going to struggle well? I'm going to struggle. It's not wrong to struggle. I think that was a big good realization for me. It's okay to struggle. That doesn't mean that things are going terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you struggle well? We had a kind of a, a rough day today. You know, sitting at the end of the day. Um, we're going to try again tomorrow. We love each other. We said sorry. And we're going we're gonna to try again. Mm-hmm. Try again. Mm-hmm. We're, awesome. here, we're here for each other still. Yeah. Awesome. All right. One other thing we wanted to talk about is this idea of like trying to somehow find a way to nurture the couple relationship mm-hmm. while all of this business is going on. Um, thoughts you have about that well it's so funny I was talking to my husband about this and he made a really good point about a lot of people are going from couple to couple with child starting out as as dinks double income no kids right oh you've yeah. got um, you're doing your thing you have lots of free time yeah, maybe you, you have more money mm-hmm. um, you have a lot of energy mm-hmm. you're sleeping real great mm-hmm. a lot of times and you're then out. <laughs> you're working out you look good uh-huh and uh, you've got a really good thing going on, and then you get this precious, precious thing into your life, which is super wonderful. 
And then suddenly less money, less energy, maybe less access to your partner just for lots of different reasons. And, and, and how are you going to protect your relationship, nurture it, connect, and all those things. And, and I think that that will take time to figure out. Mm-hmm. I think you can't be expected to figure it out. Oh my gosh, we haven't gone on a date, you know, in six weeks. Well, I think you know, you're going to find the new rhythm. You're going to find out how to do it. And, and it can look like a lot of different things, shifting the budget to make sure that you mm-hmm. have um, date night mm-hmm. um, and time and money for that. It can be lots of creative things after the kids go um, down to bed for the night. You know, you get takeout and you just, instead of fiddling on your phones or doing work, you know, you've got a plan. Wednesday nights, we do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do a fun thing uh, just for us, a stay-at-home date. And I think it can just take some, some time to get into a new rhythm. But I think something super important because children can be so all-consuming. And right. there's always something else to talk about or worry about. Mm-hmm. But I think you're really, really benefiting the child by investing in your relationship with your partner. Mm-hmm. And very early on, I could see when uh, me and my husband were having conflict and my kind of emotional energy was kind of caught up in that. Uh, I wasn't as present for her. And sure enough, she would have a more fussy day or mm. she would be noticing in other ways because I didn't have the capacity to attune to her as much. Right. And so in this indirect way, I was, I was impacting her because I hadn't invested enough in our relationship or, or we just needed more time for each other. And so... Even, um, I think even going away for the first time after you have a baby, you know, a night away, um, several nights away, a vacation can be real scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the person who's taking care of them going to do all the things I want them to do? Right. Uh, are they going to get all their needs met, uh, X, Y, Z, and all those things? And I think the answer is no. And, and that's okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they will it's have a blast. They'll, they will likely be with someone who is just crazy about them. And we just noticed when we got away and we came back, we just were so energized and feeling mm-hmm. so much more connected with each other that that it just really benefited uh, the baby or the girls. Yeah. And I think it can, be, it can be tempting when you're parenting, maybe even more so for moms than dads, is like, I, I have got to stick in here with them all the time. I cannot leave. I cannot leave because that would mean I didn't love them mm-hmm. or, or I wasn't willing to sacrifice or whatever it might mean. Um, that can be especially hard for folks who are wired like that mm-hmm. to, to do what you're saying. But clearly it makes a really big difference in how you're parenting and how yeah. you're functioning if if you give yourself some space and time yes to remember who you are uh-huh. aside from being this person's mom or dad mm-hmm. you are also a person yes and you're also a partner to somebody and mm-hmm. uh, that can be super grounding and help you come back with a lot more energy a lot more patience and all of that definitely uh, what about this last thought Carrie I think that having having babies forces a lot of growth if you're if you're willing to pursue growth right mm-hmm. like, and i think that in a lot of ways i wouldn't be the same person if i hadn't had children i mean i, I think certainly people who don't have children are growing as well yes i don't want to suggest that at all but i think there's something particularly um urgent 
and <laughs> an urgent invitation. Uh huh. Right. That's a great way of putting that, it. Like, that offers you the opportunity to grow in ways that like you might not have to otherwise. I totally what do you agree. Think? Yeah, definitely agree. What are you noticing for yourself? I think as a mom of girls, having two girls now, I really feel the desire to press into some things, wanting to be a good model for them. Mm-hmm. I suddenly feel uh, a big responsibility to, gosh, I want to I wanna work on that thing that I know is kind of there for me because I want to show them how. I want yeah. them to see me doing this well, not perfectly, but I want them to see me pressing into those things mm-hmm. and knowing that I am pursuing growth. And if I have uh, something about, for, for example, body image, I think mm-hmm. every woman can identify with having some growth areas in that. I don't know any woman that is 100% thrilled about Mm -hmm. every aspect of their body. And so making sure that I'm sending a message of of health in in those ways Mm -hmm. to my daughters. Yeah. Yeah, it sort of forces forces you to grow in that area if Mm -hmm. that's... If that's something I very much value and I want to give to my children, yeah. I'm going to really have to work on that so that I can hand them off um, a healthy self-esteem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it sort of presses that. Yeah. I that. think uh, one thing that has come up, especially with just having baby number two, is I want to show my daughter that I rest, that I mm. take good care of myself, and so... When I notice I'm, I'm getting anxious or I'm getting real angry, telling her, gosh, you know, I really need a break. I'm going to need you to play with dad or, you know, play by yourself for a few minutes because I'm noticing things mm. are things are getting real, uh, lots of feelings coming up. <laughs> and so if I don't take a break, I'm going to do something maybe that is not so helpful or not so nice to you and that kind of thing. And so that's something that... I want to I, I want to show her that that's a good thing to do. Nice. And you would explain all that to her? Just like that. Yeah. Awesome. Just like that. Awesome. <laughs> that's great. I think uh, one of the things that seemed very loud to me is that uh, before I had kids was really um, unaware of my own feelings hmm. and didn't really give them any attention, didn't think that they deserved attention, okay. didn't think that those are things that needed to be talked about. Yeah. And so one of the things that became very obvious to me early on was like, if I don't know how to manage my own feelings, can't label them, yeah. can't process them, don't know what to do with them, yeah. what I'm going to end up doing is shutting my kids down all the time when yeah. they're having feelings. And so I really had mm-hmm. to like face the fact that like I had this real bias against being emotionally healthy like I just didn't think it was important or necessary or understood it at all yeah so that was a huge thing that I needed to start focusing on and still to this day like have to keep working on that like Mm -hmm. what am I going to do with the feelings that I'm having am I going to pretend they're not there and let them come out sideways and hurt people yes or am I going to face them and talk about them and find ways to process them so that I'm doing the best job I can. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I don't think that your kids need to see you press into these growth areas perfectly. Yeah. And I think that you should relieve yourself of that pressure, Mm -hmm. that they are going to see you 
try and try again and sort of struggle in these growth areas and in that way you're teaching them it's okay not to do it perfectly i will mess up here's what i do when i mess up Mm -hmm. and all those things and i think those are such great things to model wow awesome well, those are our thoughts thus far on this topic. So, gosh, we're smart. <laughs> gosh, we're smart. <laughs> we're sweating just talking about this, and making us sweat. Yeah. Um, we hope we hope that some of that is helpful to you all, and um, just know that this is really hard. And mm-hmm. um, look for support among other folks who are parenting who can tell you the truth about how hard it yes. is and can support you and all of that. Um, and and also know that like. I think loving your kids fiercely is enough. Like, even if you make mm-hmm. a lot of mistakes, if you're really trying, if you love them, yes, it's actually going to be okay. And yeah. that's very, very helpful. And we're in it with you. We sure are. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye.